You are Locked On Mississippi State, your daily podcast on the Mississippi State Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Hill State Nation? Welcome to Locked On Mississippi State, your daily podcast dedicated to the Mississippi State Bulldogs. I am your host, Taylor Jones. Locked On Mississippi State is a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Many great football games being played this weekend, and I guarantee you that there is a podcast dedicated to the team or games that you are looking for this week. There's a, only a handful of SEC games being played. Uh, Florida and Georgia, Vanderbilt, Mississippi State, of course, Texas A&M and South Carolina, Tennessee at Arkansas. Uh, great podcast from Texas A&M and Arkansas. Tennessee is one of the best that we have. And, of course, the Locked On Gators guys do a fantastic job of covering Florida. So uh, be sure to, uh, as soon as you're done with this podcast, be sure to uh, go on out and search Locked On for uh, those other SEC schools. And if you're a big NFL fan, if you're a big MLB fan, NHL fan, NBA fan, there's a podcast for you as well. And just like this podcast, every day, Monday through Friday, giving you the latest and best coverage of your favorite team. It is our Maroon Friday show. It is homecoming in Starkville. The Flying M will be in full effect as we'll see those uh, beautiful throwback uniforms. If you haven't had a chance to go look at those yet, please do. They are fantastic, and I'm looking forward to seeing them in action tomorrow as uh, Vanderbilt will come to town at 2.30. We'll uh, talk about the Vanderbilt game. We'll talk about uh, what each team needs to do in order to get a win. Mississippi State looking to get back after uh, falling to 1-4 and four after getting that big win against LSU to open the year. The only team in the SEC with only one win on the year. Vanderbilt, the only team that has not won a game so far in SEC play. So what we're going to do first is we're going to take a look at the Vanderbilt Commodores in the next segment. We'll talk about Mississippi State, and then we will talk about the SEC and the rest of their games uh, in segment number three. So first we're going to give you the starting lineups for the Vanderbilt Commodores. Their wide receivers are going to be Chris Pierce Jr. and Cam Johnson. Tight end will be Ben Breshnahan, and we'll start with the offensive line as well. At left tackle, Tyler Steen. Left guard, Dan Dawkins. At center will be Grant Miller. At right guard will be Connor Magoni. And right tackle will be Bradley Ashmore. Your running back will be Keon Henry Brooks. We're also going to see a lot of Jamari Wakefield, Rocco Griffin, and Mitchell Pryor. Amir uh, Abdul uh, Ramon will be uh, getting the start at wide receiver. James Bostick III will be starting at uh, wide receiver as well. So that's a look at the offense for Vanderbilt. Taking a look on the defensive side of the ball, we'll start with the defensive line, your defensive ends, number 10, Deo Odebengo, as well as Nate Clifton, Christian James, and uh, your outside linebackers, Andre Mitzi, inside linebackers, Dimitri Moore, and Alston Orgy. Michael Uwuso in there as well. Other defensive tackles are going to be Rashawn Wilkins Jr. and Davion Davis. Your cornerbacks tonight, D.C. Williams and Allen George. Your safeties are going to be Deshaun Jerkins and Max Worship. Heck of a name, by the way. Uh, perfect for uh, for the Music City. Um, looking at him, and he, uh, he he's not a music major, but that's definitely a, uh, a great name. 
uh, especially if you want to be a contemporary Christian uh, worship leader. Max Worship, definitely a, a perfect name there. And your cornerback is going to be Randall Haney. Kickers going to be Pearson Cook, and punter will be Harrison Smith. The holder will be Cam Johnson, long snapper Scott Meyer. Uh, kickoff returners will be Elijah Hamilton and Rocco Griffin. Punt returners will be Cam Johnson and George Allen. Going to take a look at, Miss, at uh, Vanderbilt, rather, their stats. Taking a look at uh, several of the players, including uh, Ken Seals. He is a true freshman quarterback from Azeal, Texas, and Weatherford High School. So far in four games played by Vanderbilt, he's 79 of 118, five touchdowns and five interceptions. Jamari Wakefield with uh, 116 yards so far. Right behind him is Keon Henry Brooks with 138 yards and one touchdown. Not a lot of rushing touchdowns uh, to speak of so far. That's the only one is uh, coming off the feet of Keon Henry Brooks from Powder Springs in Kennesaw Mountain, Georgia, with only one. Taking a look at uh, some of the receivers, we've got two uh, touchdowns by Ben Breshnahan, uh, the junior from Cumming, Georgia. Has two uh, touchdowns, 17 catches for 169 yards. Gavin Schoenwald, has played in three games this year, has not recorded a catch. And then you've got Justin Ball, a tight end from Glendale, Maryland, negative three yards on one catch. Uh, the guy to look out for on the wide receiver side is going to be Cam Johnson, a junior from nearby Brentwood, Tennessee, and Brentwood Academy. Always fantastic when it comes to uh, developing talent. Brentwood Academy is 23 catches for 224 yards and a touchdown. He's awfully close to his total from last year where he caught 30 passes, for uh, 316 yards. So that's uh, the guys that you need to look out for on the offensive side of the ball. And what you need to do this weekend in order to fully enjoy that college football Saturday is sit down on the couch, find you any game you want. I know Mississippi State's kicking off at 2.30, but there's a lot more football to be played before that and after that. So sit down on the couch, find a game, and crack open that cold Coors Light. Even if your team isn't playing at that particular time, uh, there's still plenty of teams, plenty of games on TV to watch, and that can be your excuse to chill and drink a cold Coors Light. Coors Light is the official beer of watching college football just to drink beer. So flip through the channels, find a sport, and crack open that cold Coors Light. Cold Coors Light is the one that I choose when I need to unwind. I'm looking forward to uh, having that time on Saturday to just sit down and uh, watch some football, drink some cold Coors Light. That beer that is literally made to chill. It's mountain cold refreshment. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It's the perfect moment to unwind, the perfect thing to unwind with. That is Coors Light. Be sure to crack one open this weekend when you watch the Bulldogs play or any team in college football. Coors Light, Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Talking a little bit about the Vanderbilt Commodores, and we're going to look over at the uh, defensive side uh, of the ball as well. Several of the uh, key players uh, this year, including Davion Davis with 11 total tackles right now. He's got two hurries, and he has a forced fumble and a recovery as well. Guy that we really haven't heard a lot from this year, but he had a pretty big year last year, recording 34 total tackles. Kenny Herbert, a senior from uh, New Orleans, uh, coming in with only four total tackles so far. He's played in only three games out of the four uh, that they've played. 
We've got Demetri Moore, the inside linebacker, uh, leading that core with 21 tackles. And um, leading the corners is going to be Alan George, a senior from Andalusia, Alabama, with 12 tackles on the year as well. Also look out for Jalen Mahoney playing in the defensive backfield. 23 total tackles with one fumble recovery. So that's a look at the Vanderbilt Commodores. We're going to take a timeout. We're going to recap everything with Mississippi State, get you caught up in who's going to be on the field this weekend and what to expect. This is Locked On Mississippi State, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Mississippi State, your team every day. It's the Maroon Friday show. It's where we uh, get you caught up on everything going on and everything that you need to know about the Mississippi State football game this weekend. And it is uh, coming up with the Vanderbilt Commodores. It will be homecoming and they will be uh, donning those throwback uniforms with the Flying M logo. Uh, Looking at some history on that, it was about the late 60s, early 70s that those... uh, Uniforms were being used, and they are, of course, a tribute uh, to the space program in the aerospace and aeronautics research state, of course, being a big uh, engineering school uh, as well. So taking a look at uh, Mississippi State, their starters this weekend, we've had several players that have left the team over <clears throat> over the span of a couple weeks. So here's what State will look like heading in to the Vanderbilt game. Starting at your receivers tonight at the X will be Malik Heath. At the H will be Javante Payton. Austin Williams will line up at the Y. And Osiris Mitchell will line up at the Z. On the offensive line, left tackle Charles Cross. Left guard Greg Island at center Cole Smith. Dorian Parker will be at right guard. And at right tackle will be Quintravius Johnson. Running backs will, of course, be uh, freshman Jaquavius Marks and Dylan Johnson. K.J. Costello uh, showing to be at the uh, top of the depth chart, but it's an or, which is kind of what we've seen all year, or Will Rogers. So that is the offensive side of the ball. And the defensive side of the ball, starting with the defensive ends, it will be Kobe, John, uh, Kobe Jones rather, and Jack Harris. Jaden Crumley starting at uh, nose tackle alongside Nathan Pickering and your defensive tackle Marquise Spencer and Aaron Odom. Linebackers are going to be number two, Tyrus Wheat. At Mike will be number 40, Errol Thompson. And Will will be either Aaron Brule, Jet Johnson, or Rodney Gross Jr. At corners will be number one, Martin Emerson. And number 27, Esaias Furge. At safety will be number 38, Fred Peters. And London Craft. And at that Bulldog position will be number seven, Marcus Murphy. Specialists will be uh, doing the kicking will be number eight, Brandon Ruiz. He will also be doing the uh, kicking off duties as well, punting will be number 37, Tucker Day. Long snapper, Paul Blackwell. Holder will be Reed Bowman. And your kick returners, Javante Payton, Jaquavius Marks, Austin Williams, and Lee Witherspoon. They'll be um, swapping the duties from um, from uh, kicking and punting. Taking a look at what uh, these teams did the last time they got together. It was no contest back in 2014 when the number four Mississippi State Bulldogs defeated Vanderbilt by a score of 51 to nothing. Dak Prescott had a heck of a day for the Bulldogs. Dak Prescott uh, completing 16 of 21 passes for 193 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, They really spread the wealth when it came to uh, running the football. No player got over 
uh, 67 yards. Brandon Holloway actually leading the way with uh, 66 yards. Josh Robinson behind him with 63. Ashton Schumpert with uh, 57. Damian Williams with 34. Nick Griffin with 33. And then, of course, Dak with 30. So really spreading the wealth when it came to um, rushing the football. Joe Morrow led the way in receiving touchdowns. He had five catches for 79 yards, and two of those catches uh, were for touchdowns. Damian Williams, he also threw a touchdown pass late in the game as well, three for four for 26 yards. That was a 51 to nothing game against uh, the Vanderbilt Commodores. It was senior night back on Davis Wade Stadium. Uh, it came in the, reverse, the uh, first loss of the season. Uh, they came back and uh, won that game 51 to nothing. I outscored the uh, Vanderbilt Commodores 502 uh, yards to 228 yards. So that was a uh, pretty good game, if we do say so, uh, for the Vanderbilt Commodores. And I think it's a game that I think uh, Mississippi State can um, can kind of hold their own against, I think, because they've had uh, just – Struggling trying to find an identity, and uh, I think Vanderbilt's the uh, the perfect unwind game. I know when you you know talk about uh, needing a break and just needing some time to really find yourself. Of course, you think, oh well, it's the bye week. The bye week's definitely the way to do that. No, uh, we tried the bye week. The bye week didn't quite work out uh, in our favor. Uh, we come back out n- uh, the very next week against Alabama, get beat forty-one to nothing. Um, yeah, something's got to give. We've got a couple of players that are no longer with the team, Kylan Hill being one of those, and uh, we just got to find our way to get back on top against uh, the Vanderbilt Commodores. We've got some more uh, Locked On Mississippi State coming up in just a second. We're going to take a look at the rest of the SEC. It's, again, going to be one of those weeks where not a whole lot of teams are playing, only eight games or only eight teams in action only four games going on in the SEC this week, and uh, we are one of them. So we will talk about the rest of the three games that are going on this week in the SEC and uh, get you ready for the game coming up tomorrow. This is Locked On Mississippi State, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Mississippi State, your team every day. Previewing the game against Vanderbilt coming up this weekend. It will kick off at 2.30 p.m. on the SEC Network. And uh, it's going to be a fun game to watch, that's for sure. Uh, Looking forward to seeing what Mississippi State can do against this uh, Vanderbilt team. Hopefully they can get back on track, get their second win of the year, try to find some confidence as Auburn comes into town uh, next week. So there are uh, several games going on, and they're all going on at around the same time. You've got two games that are kicking off at 2.30, so we're not going to see our first SEC game until 2.30 in the afternoon. That is insane. We're you know used to at least getting that old-school uh, Jefferson Pilot special at 11 o'clock, 11.30. Not going to get that this week as the first game of the week will kick off on uh, 2.30 at uh, SEC Network, and that game will be in Starkville 
Vanderbilt at Mississippi State. We've already previewed that game, so we're going to take a look at the other game that's coming up on uh, at 2.30 in Jacksonville, Florida. The number eight Florida Gators taking on the number five Georgia Bulldogs. And this is probably going to be, without a doubt, um, probably one of the closest games we'll see in the SEC this year. I thought we were going to get that with the Alabama-Georgia game. Uh, didn't quite work out that way. So Georgia's got another shot at redemption there on the outside looking in as far as the college football playoff picture is concerned, sitting at number five. Florida's still got a shot at number eight. Both of those teams coming in with one loss on the year. Georgia at 4-1, and one, Florida at 3-1. and one. Georgia's lone loss coming to the number one Alabama Crimson Tide. Uh, right behind them, Florida getting a loss on the road at Texas A&M. That game um, being lost late. And Texas A&M, they're number seven in the country. So that's not a bad loss either uh, for the Florida Gators. How is Florida going to respond after that fight? Uh, Dan Mullen... Uh, very animated uh, during the game, uh, during the exchange right before the teams went into the locker room for halftime, and uh, a couple of players are suspended. Uh, you know, you talk to several players, they're going to say that really helps Georgia's favor. Maybe they got a shot at winning, uh, having several of those players out. And then you see some people that are like, hey, it doesn't matter. Uh, I see Florida still winning by a couple of touchdowns. A couple of touchdowns, I don't really know. Uh, but, uh, you know, what will we see from Georgia's quarterback situation? Uh, Stetson Bennett seemed to be the guy earlier in the year, but if you ask Bulldog fans, they kind of want to see JT Daniels. JT Daniels finally clear uh, the transfer from USC that came in a little later after uh, Jamie Newman uh, came in from Wake Forest. Jamie Newman elected to opt out of the 2020 season. So it's really been between Stetson Bennett and JT Daniels. So we'll see uh, what they do in the quarterback situation. But I do like Florida's chances in this game to pull off the upset, and I believe if they do that, it's basically a gateway into winning the Eastern Division. So I'm going to go Florida in this one in a classic Georgia-Florida game. Um, 38-35 is what I'm going to be. That's going to be my prediction for Florida at Georgia. Texas A&M at South Carolina. This was a... A big topic of discussion last week's show about uh, these cross-division rivalries and if they mean anything. And, of course, the uh, reason we brought that up, or actually it was two weeks ago, um, talking about Alabama and uh, Tennessee. And um, it was the 14th year in a row, I believe, that Alabama had beaten Tennessee and they still have to play every year. Uh, Bart and I were talking about why that's the case and why it doesn't make any sense. Well, one of the reasons that it doesn't make any sense is this Texas A&M-South Carolina game. They have to go halfway across the country every two years. Uh, this time it will be A&M traveling across the country to South Carolina to uh, play a conference game. Uh, I don't really think that's going to uh, affect Texas A&M all that much. I think they're going to go into uh, Carolina and uh, get a big win. Number seven, Texas A&M rolls big. I think Kellen Mond's going to have a pretty good day. Jimbo Fisher, again, uh, going to have another week where uh, folks are off his back. Everybody's happy with what he's doing. So I see Texas A&M getting a win over South Carolina. Uh, 35-10. 35-10 Texas A&M over South Carolina. That is my prediction. And then Tennessee at Arkansas. Arkansas, kind of the darlings of the SEC this year coming in at 2-3 and three after they had not won a single conference game in two years. Uh, they got the big win, of course, over us. And uh, 
Coming off a tough loss against Texas A&M last week, but I think uh, it's going to be a, a pretty good night for them. Tennessee coming in at 2-3. and three. Uh, Out of both of those, Arkansas has impressed me the most. They've got a lot of fight in them. They're just definitely fun to watch. Tennessee, I still think, trying to find their identity under Coach Jeremy Pruitt, and I think it's going to be another week before they find it at least. I see Arkansas winning that game uh, 24-21. Going to be very tight. But I do like the Hogs in that one. Well, guys, it's been another fantastic week doing Locked On Mississippi State. Bart Heitch joining us for a couple of shows. And um, I think we've got some more great shows coming up next week as we uh, recap the uh, game against Vanderbilt. Hopefully it will be a Bulldog win that we get to recap. And we'll, of course, give you five new shows next week. But in the meantime... You can check us out on social media, Twitter and Instagram. That is Locked On Miss State. That's Locked On M I S S S T. You can also shoot us an email at Locked On Mississippi State at gmail.com. So until next time, have a fantastic weekend, everyone. Uh, you definitely deserve to have a good weekend off. Hopefully, the Bulldogs will pull out a win for us. So until then, have a great weekend. We'll talk again soon. Hell State.